What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode of Super Dungeon Boys, uh, working title. <laughs> hey, we might stick with it, we might not. Uh, and uh, I am joined here in the virtual studio tonight. Uh, oh, by the way, my name is Garrett Morling. I am your typically your host, Colonel Dad. Um, we have the regulars. We got Adrian. We got What's JJ. Going on, What's up? But boy, we got my good, good pal, Derek, the DM. He hey, is going right, to be uh, taking us through a little house of horrors, a little uh, little spooky one shot here, D and D one shot. So, um, Derek, how's it going? I'm doing okay. It's bright and early over where I am, and we got the the whole day ahead of us to play some D and D. So, looking forward to it. Whoa, hold on, wait a second, time out. Um, Garrett, you said we were going to be playing um, Little Nightmares. You didn't say nothing about us playing Dungeons and Dragons. I told you before, dude. No, he I said this is going to that... be a nightmare for you. Yeah. Oh, that makes I sense. Now be... you know what? Because that you're what you're, you're little, you're right. and it's going to be a nightmare. So that uh, makes right. a lot of sense. Yeah. That okay. Now I get it. Proceed. Yeah. 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 Um, so, Derek, uh, you're you're, you're going to be DMing for us tonight. Give us uh, some of your uh, history on on D and I'm just uh, <laughs> I only ask that because I, I I know your history, but I, I want to hear a little bit of your, your story, just if you oh, have man. have any at all, uh, just to kind of yeah give the listeners a look behind the screen. <laughs> sure, that's really cool. Um, so I've been playing D and D, quote unquote, playing D and D for. What just as like actually as long as Garrett has, um, I think every time I've ever played, it's it's been with Garrett. Um, but what got me into D and D though was I was listening to a actually a podcast that uh, JJ might be interested in. It's a Harry Potter podcast called Potterless. Shameless plug for that guy. I'm not going to get anything for that. But uh, yeah, he uh, he does a podcast where he pretty much bashes Harry Potter for like <laughs> the first book and a half three books because he he never read the books never watched the movies until he was like 25 and uh then he goes and uh, like somebody convinced him to read them all and he does like a little book study through them and by the well, third gee, book, i wonder why full adult you wouldn't like these children's books <laughs> but he ends up loving them like he gets to the third one and it's like a full 180 and he like everything he does now revolves around harry potter he's like he like quit his job and just does you know Harry he Potter quit stuff. his job yeah he's like podcasting and like he joined so long story short he uh he had a bunch of guests on and one of them like was just like talking about how they love to go to improv like classes and stuff and how fun it is and then through an improv class they started playing D together and then that guest like gave a pitch for his show and i started listening to that and just got hooked i'm like man like I like doing improv when I was in high school. That was really fun. Like where the heck was this when I was in high school? So I've just been listening to a bunch of them because being a 30 year old dude with a wife and a couple kids and like a real life, like it's not easy to do this. So I appreciate you guys, you know, taking the time out of your Saturday evening. I'll, Us <laughs> I'll, taking I'll the come time. clean. It's, it's Saturday evening, but yeah, it's fun. Like I, I like doing this coming up with, with goofy scenarios and hopefully some spooky ones um, just to kind of take people through and just, it's, it's basically just playing improv with each other with just some parameters. So I like doing it in high school and just, yeah, D and D scratches an itch that I didn't really know that I had. Um, mm -hmm. 
And it's just hard to do that when you're a 30 year old guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you just, it's, you know, everybody's sometimes got you just want to play on. pretend, you know, and yeah. it's weird to do it in your backyard or, you know, with your neighbors <laughs> watching. So, yeah, yeah. I've got a two year old and like we go in the backyard and we play power Rangers, but it's just me playing Not power me. Rangers. Yeah, and he I pay understand. for this house. I'm paying these taxes. I'll do whatever I want on my property. All right. Don't you worry about that. That's awesome. But yeah, that's, that's basically it. It's just, you know, getting back into your, you know, 10, 13 year old self and just kind of playing pretend with your friends and doing it sort of like in a adult way, not to be like, not a, not an X rated adult way or anything like that, but just like, yeah, you know, there's parameters and stuff. I'm sure there are some, I, I'm sure there I, are I, some I, campaigns I got, out there. I got pretty excited. I thought there were some real possibilities here. <laughs> and now that, now that Derek's talking about it, it never sounded it sounds really cool the way that Derek's describing it. Every time Garrett has talked about it on the podcast or with me in person, he always makes it sound so unbelievably lame. Nice. Sponsored by Pepsi tonight. No, we're not. Uh, but the, the great <laughs> can I roll, part about right, it Can is, I roll a 20 right now to, to, to kill our DM? What is he doing? That's Pepsi. Well, the great part about the way you described it a second ago, Derek, is it actually... Funny enough, guys, I'm going to take it back to what I love, pro wrestling. It actually sounds like pro wrestling, which is choreographed fights of guys pretending to hate each other. Mm -hmm. But in reality, they're working together and they're in front of live crowds with microphones and coming up off the top of their head. They have a bullet point of what they're going to say, unless they're given a script to say their stuff. But they work best like The Rock and Hulk Hogan and guys like that in the past, Ric Flair that would just go off the cuff having bullet points of what they're supposed to say and then taking it from there. So really, Dandy sounds pretty much a lot like pro wrestling. Yeah, I see that. Are you saying wrestling is fake? No, that's no, I didn't say that. No, it's not, I mean, people, people have said that. I don't, I didn't say that. It's, neither, neither are fake. It's real to me. It's real to me. Oh, Let's Gary, you're muted. I'm back. Um, I'm back. I'm no. back. I'm back. I'm sorry. I, I, I've done that twice tonight. Cut that silence out. <laughs> um, yes, I, uh, we, we're going to be playing some D&D. I'm excited. I know. I hope these two boys are excited because they've never played before. Adrian and JJ are fresh. They have never even seen a dice before, let alone. Haven't played a lick. <laughs> yeah i uh am excited so without further ado i guess we just get into it huh let's do this thing yeah starting now so we are gonna find ourselves in the swamplands kind of imagine kind of a you know helicopter shot going over some you know, sweeping like willow trees and so. now quick, I need to interrupt you real quick. Are there helicopters in this world? <laughs> I thought this was no. fantasy. I mean, we're doing a helicopter but, shot. Is there, is there, is there, a, is there a helicopter? Giant Eagle. Giant. Okay. Giant eagle okay. With a, For the bird's eye. Recording, recording okay. setup. Yeah. Okay. So there's a we're giant sweeping <laughs> Eagle shot over this, this massive swamp land. Um, there's a huge town on the South end of the swamp that we, that we see. And then, the camera as it were will kind of pan in lower and lower and it's uh there's a night sky on the horizon and you're seeing all these just sweeping willow trees and the moonlight shining off some of the water here and there in this bayou looking place and then as we get closer to where we're at there's a little shanty town um it's all like docks um it'd be kind of akin to uh 
some of the swampy looking places in Red Dead Redemption 2. If any of you have like even given that any thought, like playing that at all, you might know what the swamps look like in there. I if not, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> kind of <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, and we, we zoom in and there's a uh, few docks and uh, it's just kind of like a bayou and there's a tavern and there is uh, what else do we have here? We've got a tavern, a general store, and that's it. There's a couple other, there's like a, it's just kind of like a trade route town uh, outside of this big town. It's called Lunt. And we zoom into the top of the tavern and we see someone fast asleep in their little room above the tavern. And Garrett, why don't you introduce your character who's fast asleep and what's he look like? I just imagine I'm just like, me, 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 you know, like a little cartoon sleeping. No. <laughs> My name is Raiden, and I am a high elf bard. I have dark hair, normally covered by a black hooded kind of cape that I wear over my leather armor, uh, black and tattered and old and beat up. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a very kind of pale complexion um not your typical happy-go-lucky uh kind of more joyous bard i'm on the uh think more closer to uh death metal bard i guess maybe think eerie creepy goth bard maybe i don't know (laughs) you're an edm bard i'm an edm bard like you're like a you're like a bard who's like on the spectrum i mean is that kind of where i i mean anybody else picking up that no 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 no, not really no um but uh yeah uh that's that's my character i don't know how much more you want me to introduce i have a whole backstory we don't need to hear that right now (laughs) you're good uh it's just kind of funny that you're an elf, like a high elf laying in bed sleeping anyway. Uh, you probably don't even need to be doing that. I mean, four uh, hours a day, I, you know, I still got to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So you're fast asleep and you wake up to this raucous cheering in the basement of the tavern. You you checked in last night by yourself and got a room and you're fast asleep up there. But then all of a sudden you hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a bunch of screaming and yelling in the basement, people pounding on the tables uh, and that jolts you awake. What? What was that? What's going on? I'm going to do a uh, um, kind of check around the room because I'm kind of sort of startled by the noise initially, correct? So it's kind of like yeah, more sure. like a, oh, what's going on. So um, can I do an investigation check around the room and just like, For sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check my surroundings. That's kind of the first thing I do. If I'm startled awake, it's dark, confused. So I'm going to hand a roll four investigation I have plus five i rolled a two plus five i got a seven <laughs> i'm okay. very out of it uh by the yeah, way i'm a level six part i didn't mention that level six for oh. anyone who cares who's playing D D before <laughs> so yeah you get jolted away kind of groggy stretching out some of this and uh you hear get him again get him again and then some you hear somebody say take his legs out and uh Jeez. that's that's all you see you're kind of just still getting awake you don't notice anything in your room really it's you you notice that it's still nighttime um you don't know what time of day with your with your role or anything that doesn't really gain you anything but yeah just with your role you just hear people shouting there's some sort of like tussle in the in the basement um 
I'm going to get up and uh, go check it out. Why not? I'm probably, I, it's probably at the point in the night or I've gotten my four hours anyways. I've gotten a full rest, so I'm ready to go and uh, kind of see what's going on. So I'm going to go investigate. Yeah. Cool. So you creak the door to your room open and you still hear this, get him, hit him harder. And you hear like a bunch of like cheering <laughs> and screaming downstairs. And uh, as you get out, you, you hear some thuds, like there's some like punches being landed or something like that. And you, you walk down the stairs and you see a, like a big lumbering dragonborn man and a small dwarf. It looks like he's wearing a singlet and there's an ogre like more like a looks like maybe kind of looks like shrek but there's a he's actually an orc um taking on the two of them and it looks like they're in a wrestling match like they're the the dragon the dragonborn man and the dwarf are trying to take down this this orc and why doesn't the dragonborn introduce himself I am Rudon, the Dragonborn. I am a, I believe I'm just a regular old wizard. Uh, yeah. A sorcerer? Wizard. You're sorcerer. sorcerer. Same difference. Sorcerer. Uh, <laughs> um, I am a quite large Dragonborn um, with scales the color of gunmetal. Um, and I have the classic dragon under carriage, I guess, scales that are, uh, kind of a, um, not gold is the word kind of like a faded, almost like a mute, I guess I would say gold. Um, almost like a bronze, I, maybe or brass. Yeah. Like a bronze. Yeah. Deal. Uh, I cover most of my body in a, uh, in a large poncho, uh, the same shade of a dark poison, uh, which is a nice purple or blue to some, depending on how your eyes look at it. <laughs> and um, my magic is based in uh, cold uh, or ice or that effect. Ice dragon. So, mm -hmm. That's awesome. What about our dwarf friend? Hmm. My name is Kromgrim. I am a mountain dwarf who was raised a barbarian of a fourth generation of barbarians. But I wish not to go into my father's business of barbarianism. I truly wish to be a competitive dancer. But unfortunately, he would not allow me such courtesy. So I fled. And right now I'm doing whatever work I can. And no job is too small or too large for me for the right price. I currently have no hair on my head and a large beard that almost reaches my toes. I also have a six-pack. I know it's not believable, but I do have a six-pack. Come on, I'm just saying. Please, <laughs> believe me. This, this is a podcast. You, you need to visualize this. Lots, <laughs> okay. of, lots of muscles. Lots of muscles. All over okay. my six-packy like muscle thing. Yes, <laughs> nice. And I'm heavily endowed. That's another thing. All right. I didn't, I didn't oh, know. Right, right. Okay. No, all right, all right. No? Okay. The imagination stops there. Yeah. So currently, currently, I'm wearing what I found of an old man's human undergarment. What one would call BVDs. And I, uh, they're yellowed and stained and old. And I wear it as a singlet as I've ripped holes through the sides under the elastic and wear the elastic waistband over my shoulders. 
That's his crown grim. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, love that. I love it um, so much. So, <laughs> Kromgrim and Brudon, you guys are tussling with this orc named Malvin. He's just a big burlesome. Malvin! <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he looks a little bit like Shrek, doesn't have the goofy ears. Um, but yeah, basically wearing the same kind of garb. Got the got the brown tights and the and the little brown shoes and like a white uh like a white shirt that's kind of ripped and tattered and um mm. he says, What were you gonna do with that halfling and the turtle? And he and he pushes Crown Grim away, like with a like kind of gives him a stiff arm. And there's a few people uh just around kind of cheering because like this kind of stuff doesn't really happen in uh in Lunt very often. Lunt's just kind of like a you know, like a stopping point on a trade route. And there's a tavern here just for people who need to like snooze and stuff. But this guy might've caught you guys doing something shady. Okay. So we're actively fighting right now, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Kromgrim, take his legs. No problem. I throw my battle ax at his legs. <laughs> okay. So what we're going to do first is we're going to have the two of you guys uh, take your d20, and we're going to roll initiative. So roll your d20 and tell me what you guys get. Okay. Cromgram got 14. Okay. I got 7. Okay. Uh, well, bad news. Malvin got a 20. So he looks at you guys, and he, he says, I'm going to ask you one more time. What were you going to do with these guys? And he points to the corner. And uh, Raiden, you see he points over, and it's a couple of your old buddies sitting in the corner. There's a halfling and a, and a turtle man, and they look like they're, like, kind of hogtied. And so he uses his turn to ask you a question. You wouldn't believe us if we told you. Well, I'm all ears, bud. Well, we are mere bounty hunters that for the right price will turn in people that will gain us uh, money to be able to feed ourselves. <laughs> A simple story. He kind of just shakes his head and he says, I haven't figured that was the case. And he says, if you're going to want to take them out of my out of my tavern, then you're going to have to go through me. And he kind of crunches his knuckles and he says, I can do this all night. Okay. I thought we were going to be able to get out of this with no trouble, but let's do this. Unlucky for you, I've been drinking Dubby all day, so I can go all night as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I feel bad because I skipped Cromgram's uh, attack roll. So, Cromgram, you started initiative, and I skipped you. So, if you want to roll your hit dice, so roll your d20 again. Let me know what you got. Six. Six. So you definitely take your battle axe uh, and you go to one, to one swing moment. at Malvin here. And one moment. Sorry to interrupt. Did you add the number you're supposed to from your character sheet, JJ? Good point. No. <laughs> Should I have your character sheet open on my screen so I can help you? <laughs> Perhaps that, what is... that would be nice of you to help Krongrim. Krongrim's uh, doing some hardcore character work, so... <laughs> Uh, well, Cromgrim, if you could uh, look at your character sheet, there should be an attack on there. It says Great Axe, and next to it, it says Hit slash DC, and then plus a number. Uh, you need to add that to whatever you just rolled. Plus seven. Okay, there you go. 
So crime grammar got an 11. Yeah, crime grammar actually or, got sorry, 11. Sorry, not an 11. It's a, it's a 13. Sorry. Crime grammar thinks that writing kind of sucks at math. <laughs> <laughs> so with an 11, uh, or sorry, 13, crime grammar, you still miss. You reach, you reach for your axe and you swing, and Malvin just kind of looks down at you and moves his right foot out of the way and just shakes his head and uh it goes right back to Cromgram. you get to have another get to have another attack on him since we're back at the top of the initiative but as you're doing that right in why don't you roll um since you're down here and if you want to kind of hop in or do anything uh, you can hop right into initiative here so i rolled 11 plus two initiative i got 13. Cromgram, it is your turn in initiative All right, Grumgrim rolls 12, and then also has 7 hit points, so 19. 19. I know Raiden can't do that math. 19 will definitely hit, so what are you trying to do to Malvin? I'm going to swing with my battle axe against the orc. Oh my goodness. Okay, you definitely hit. What does it look like? It splatters in the middle of his chest, and out pumps a lot of his nasty green blood. <laughs> yeah, so you... All over Raiden's face. Yeah, so you do that. And what are the... Uh, roll your damage for your battle axe. 1d12 plus 4. You, you'll forgive me because Grumgrim, they all look alike. Every one of these things look alike. Which one is that? <laughs> they all have a certain number of sides. Now who's bad at math? <laughs> yeah, be the one with... Uh... It really hurts, Adrian. I mean, Ron, uh, or whatever your name is. <laughs> now that hurts. You don't even know who I am. <laughs> We're in here trying to fight for our lives. Uh, the D12, it has, uh, it's the one of 12 sides. It's 12 of them. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Just like> this. <laughs> Cr- rolled a 10. Oh, okay. And then is it plus anything for your battle axe? The, the damage, right? Yep. Uh, damage says 1D12 plus 4. So 14. Do 14 damage by striking him in his chest, and you're like, and he, he kind of comes back out, and you're standing there, and it is Brudon's turn as you see him kind of staggering a little bit. Okay. Uh, what attack would constitute just straight up old-fashioned boxing? Is that just attack? I just say I attack him. If you just want to hit him with your with your hands. Yeah. There should be a spot on your character sheet. What's that called? Unarmed strike. Yeah, unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do unarmed strike. Fourteen uh, plus three. Okay. Yep, you got him. So what's that look like? We're gonna hit him. Uh, I'm giving him a nice two piece, right upstairs. Oh, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you, you hear the whap whap, right? And you mm-hmm. see this go on, and uh, his his head goes the one way. Switch back the other way, and uh, he kind of takes a few steps back. You hit him, and he just kind of staggers back a little bit more. And you guys see he's huffing and puffing, and he looks, he looks back to the corner where the little halfling and the turtle guy is, and he just goes run and uh, hog tight. So it doesn't really do him any good. Um, and right in, it's actually your turn in the initiative if you want to do anything. While that was happening, I was 
walking to whatever area they're, they're kind of fighting in. Now, am I behind? Am I coming up like beside uh, uh, Melvin, or am I actually behind the Dragonborn and uh, uh, the Dwarf? Like, where Good am question. I? So, as you come down the stairs at the base of the stairs, you see the back of Malvin, and you can see the big okay. Dragonborn with the gray scales and the, the nasty singlet uh, dwarf beside him, kind of fighting. And then you see uh, your two buddies in the corner to your right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to uh, uh, kind of walk walk up beside uh, Melvin there and as he's kind of um, yeah leaning over to tell my friends to uh, to run I'm going to uh, step up pick up my guitar and play a uh, a little a little ditty while I uh, shoot vicious mockeries at uh, uh, at uh, the little guy there Boy, you fight half as good. The drunk uncle in the corner there. <laughs> Just insulting the dwarves' fighting skills. Um, and uh, he has to do a wisdom check. I just insulted you. I'm going to do damage, hopefully. <laughs> so, what did you roll? I'm going to roll 13 currently. Oh, shoot. Okay. Jeez. It says minus one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this isn't really. <laughs> If it, yes. said, if it said plus one, you would have passed. But since oh. it's minus one, you actually failed. Uh, so I'm, I get to do 2d4 damage for you. So you take, you're going to take damage here uh, from my not-so-great insult, but, you know. Can we clarify for Cromgrim's knowledge? Basically, you talk trash, and Cromgrim got hurt. 100%. Yeah, actually, four points of damage. So you're going to take four points of damage on your character. Off your good points. I'm going to remember that. He <laughs> <laughs> hurt more than your feelings. And then as he's doing that, you guys kind of see things are getting a little bit more intense down here. They see uh, Raiden whips out his guitar and kind of starts strumming. And you hear some people go, oh, there's a bar here. What's going on? There's a whole party. And people are like kind of murmuring and they're backing up a little bit, kind of making the ring around here. Kind of Stay out of this bard. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's coming. Uh, I don't care what's coming. I care about my friends. You better back off now. I can't do that. Well, then I guess you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you say that, and Malvin goes, oh, geez, Louise. Hey, can everybody just calm down? Ain't nobody need to be doing any bounty hunting. My tavern. If you're gonna do that, do it outside. And he, uh, he kind of <laughs> takes a couple steps backwards. Just take it outside. And, and he like points at the door, and uh, just takes a couple steps backwards from you guys. But it's still your turn, Bruno. Uh, you idiot! We're not bounty hunters. We're trying to save these people. <laughs> he kind of just like tilts his head like a like a dog. Is it Cromer? And yes, but it's easier. It's easier to tell people this, as they wouldn't understand what it is our true mission. 
and he just looked, he just kind of like itches his brow and like looks over at the two dudes that are hogtied in the corner and looks back at you guys and looks at Raiden, looks back at you guys and just says, get the hell out of my tavern before this gets ugly. <laughs> Wait, um, me too? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he actually looks back at you, Raiden, and he's like, if those are your friends, I don't know why you were up there sleeping, letting them get kidnapped or whatever the heck's going on here. Just get out. I mean, they're cr- they're grown adults. They can should be able to handle themselves, but apparently not. And he's a problem. The one's been kicked out of places better than this before. Um, so we're, are my friends saying, is, is he kind of like protecting my, is that the idea? Is like he's kicking us three out and he's just going to hold on to my buddies in there? Well, he, That's yeah, what it sounds kinda, like. He's just like, he's over this whole thing. It's making a big scene. He's trying to run a, run a tight ship here in his little tavern and uh he <laughs> yeah he uh he says i've been i've been working this tavern for my whole life 300 and, uh, years and I'm, you know 57 years old and i've been owning i've been owning this hair snapper's jaw for uh, at least and you hear somebody you look in the corner and there's a really old man he's like i've been coming here for 60 years and and Malvin knows what he's doing. You must listen to him. And and this old lady like puts her hand on that guy's shoulder and she's like, it's time we get out of here. And these, this old couple gets up and, and walks past you guys and walks out. Alright, let's not cause enough trouble. Get out of here. Let's go. We're gonna finish this outside. <laughs> so I had Ryden's heading outside. I'm gonna walk right past these guys. Uh, no, I'm waiting for them to walk out. I'm I'm, I'm heading out, but come on, like you know, pushing them, corralling them. Let's go. Let's get out. Let's finish this in the okay. streets. Take it to the streets. We'll break dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Save the community if that's center. That's the case. <laughs> yeah, if that's the case, if you guys let let Ryden pass by without any shenanigans. Uh, Ryden, you step outside to kind of lead the way, hoping that these guys just kind of follow along to finish things up or whatever. Uh, you step outside and you notice there's a like a thunderstorm coming in and rain starts to, to pitter-patter on the ground. You guys hear... Ah, uh, my favorite. Know, like, <laughs> Be- what a beautiful day. You know, <laughs> yeah, you hear the rain pitter-pattering on like the wood shingles of the buildings and across from the tavern you see there's a... Uh, there's a general store, no, like uh, it's got a little like red painted sign on it that just says Moe's stuff, and uh, <laughs> and that's it. There's like a there's like a station for like horses and stuff beside the general store, but that's really it. It's like a trail that goes through this quote unquote town, with a tavern on one side, a general store on the other, and then just a bunch of docks leading into the bayou. And so, riding, you step out, and you're on the porch slash dock of the tavern. Yeah, I'm going to go stand at the end of the dock dramatically in the fog. Just as it starts to rain, just wait. <laughs> yeah, and brood on, brood on and Cromgram, what do you guys do? Uh, I turn to to um, quote-unquote confide in, in Cromgram before we go out. 
Uh, and I, I tell him, I, I ask him, I ask him, uh, Krongrim, do you believe that the bard will listen if I tell him what I saw? He must listen. He has no other choice. You will make him listen. Be fruitful and honest with him. And his ears will be open to what you what you have to say. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got some, some Yoda vibes from that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. That's awesome. So, yeah, what do you I guys do? I was also thinking a little out? bit of doofenshmirtz from... <laughs> Uh, and then, so I, I just turned to talk to him. That doesn't count as an action, right? Now, now we can walk out. Yeah, you guys are, if you're not fighting in the bar anymore, you guys are kind of out of initiative. You can do whatever you want. If you okay. want to walk out and talk to him, it's, it's your cup yeah. of tea right now. We'll do that. We'll walk out and talk to him. Awesome. So, yeah, you guys also head out in the rain. And you hear the pitter-patter of the rain on the on the roof. And you see right in, you know, like 30 feet in front of you at the, at the end of the dock, just kind of looking out into the bayou um, with like the mangrove trees and whatnot and then uh, some lightning strikes in the distance and you see the light shine off the off the water and uh, yeah there's, there's an intense storm that's starting to pick up and uh, it's it's rolling in okay run uh, wait you must you must walk slower so I may walk under you as I don't like the rain and the thunder to get down on my dwarf head. I have no hair, and if I get struck by lightning, I will die. Allow me to carry shade underneath you. Sometimes I think about moving. <laughs> now, I need I need a little more clarification on uh, on Kromgrim's looks here. You just mentioned he doesn't have any hair, but dwarves typically have beards. Does he have a beard, or is he also beardless as well? Uh, Kromgrim is bald-headed, but a very long beard that nearly touches his toes. Okay, okay, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Uh, so we walk up slowly, cautiously to, to Raiden and I tell him, I say Bard you must listen the swamp is in danger I am a great and terrible sorcerer in my meditation I was given a vision something is coming we tried to tell your friends they were the first we encountered. They refused to come with us. We did what we needed to do. Hear him well, Elf. The words that he speaks are the truth. We kept them alive. We could have easily killed them. But we're trying to warn you for the, for the goodness of the swamp. Now, why is it my problem that the swamp's going to go away? This isn't my home. I'll just move on to the next place. Why do you need me? Why do you need us? Because Bronwyn knows, because he is a great wizard, and not so terrible. I will, I will give you that. Not so terrible. <laughs> but he saw a vision. A vision that you were the one to save the swamp from the darkness that is coming. And it's your destiny to... It's your destiny! You're saying I'm some sort of chosen one now? No. Not, not, not in so many words. It's more like the last person who picked a straw. It's very similar to that. Right, no, right. no, no, no. <laughs> we are asking you, as one who shows ability comparable 
to us to join our cause. It starts in the swamp, but whatever is coming will not stop here. I'm going to stop you there. So as you guys are having this deep conversation, you you all notice that people are starting to leave the tavern. It's getting it now. It's really late at night. The moon's like at its highest point. Um, it's hard to see it for the storm that's coming in. There's lightning and rain and stuff. But I want all of you guys to kind of hold that thought and roll perception checks. So okay. find perception on your sheet. See what plus or minus you get, and give me a perception check. Got you. Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen. Cromgrim. I rolled an. I. Uh, or right in. I, I rolled a nine. I, I rolled a nine. I plus seven, so I got a sixteen. Okay. Perception says negative one. Okay. <laughs> Why do you have so many negative traits? <laughs> He's a barbarian. Doesn't use his noggin a lot. What'd you roll, big guy? Little guy. My bad. Is that with the D20? Yeah, you yep. got to roll with D20. Six. Okay, then so subtract five. one from that. You got five. Five. <laughs> so, uh, brood on and ride in. You're a little, you know, a little more intuitive with what's going on around you. And, and Cromgram, uh, you're just kind of like in the moment trying to, you're kind of like, yeah, boss, yeah. <laughs> kind of hyping up your, your buddy. Um, so Strangely really accurate attention. from the, the normal Super Gamer Boys podcast. <laughs> and uh, the two of you that were perceptive kind of notice that everybody coming out of the tavern, it's kind of hard to notice when you were like throwing bones in there and all excited and riled up, but it's all older couples. Like you see the two people that we're talking about leaving. They, they're arm in arm, like leaving the, leaving the tavern. They go one way. And then, you know, as you're talking a couple seconds later, another older couple like takes off and leaves. And you guys do, it is, it's not that this is just like a pit stop. Um, there's, there's like a few little residential houses, like tucked back behind where the general store is at and where the tavern is just like on pole. Dungeon master. Um, are we allowed to ask questions on this podcast? Is this one of those swingers parties? <laughs> it might look like it. I'm not going to have you roll. But yeah, you're seeing elderly human couples. Just like that That seems, that's what you guys perceive walking out of this tavern as you guys. Uh, that's Cromrib's bag. I'm liking this. <laughs> yeah, as you guys are talking. So you could continue, but you guys just noticed that. Ryden notices that and uh, goes, I... I go back to the conversation at hand and all right so if you need my help why not a ask first and b what's in it for me other than saving this damn swamp that i don't care about maybe i will help but what's in it for me i don't how were we supposed to ask the person who came up and attacked us when i walk in a room and my friends are tied up <laughs> i'm not gonna come up gently you know Think about it. Okay. The situation is understandable. However, we could use your assistance in dismantling this threat. There's absolutely not, like, you're not going to pay me any gold or anything like that? I guess you just want me to help? (laughs) I'm a giant dragon wizard in a purple cloak. 
walking around with a small bearded man, do we look like we have money? <sighs> no, but uh, Ed, what what kind of danger are we talking about here? What's what's the issue? Give, I was just, given a vision. I, I've seen some crazy stuff in my life. So give me something. What are we dealing with? Maybe that can sway me. In the vision I was given, it was only the abyss. However, often flashes of light would occur, seemingly reflecting the speed of lightning. I have no idea what this means, but I feel the presence of many a creature. Something or some force is coming for us. My goodness. Raiden kinda feels a shiver down his spine a little bit. Um, not expecting to kinda hear that description um, and uh, yeah I without turning around I'm just gonna say we don't ask questions we're not gonna talk about it any further but uh, let's uh, I'm in don't question it you don't need to know why I'll help. Doesn't mean we're friends. I'm still pissed off. Also, you may be asked to put a small item up your rectum, just to keister it in order to get to the end of the quest. But again, you cannot ask questions. Bromrim knows all. Bromrim <laughs> says that to you, Raiden, and there is a gigantic, like, clap of lightning. And then thunder following it, just like almost like shock waves. And you guys all hear just a shrill shriek back towards the where the general store of the tavern is. And it's kind of it's kind of weird because it started like you can hear it kind of in the thunder, and then the thunderclap goes away, and you still hear this shriek back towards the general store right after Crompton says that. We need to roll a, another perception check. Nope, you just you hear that back towards where you came from. You can roll a perception check if you'd like to. I'm just gonna run that way. Yeah, I, I know my friends are in there, so I'm just gonna run back and see what's going on. Or not, they're not the general store, but they're that direction. So yeah, we're right so behind them. Yeah, so you guys all take off running behind right and um, splashing through some of the puddles on the docks and whatnot. Um, and you you turn the corner from the from around the general store and there in the middle of the street is 